Seriously Social News, your weekly news roundup on all that's new in the world of social media, the internet and technology. Welcome to Seriously Social News on Friday the 19th of April 2013. Yesterday, on Thursday the 18th of April, Twitter launched a new service called Twitter Music. Available on the web and iOS devices, Twitter Music is a music discovery service that allows users to find similar music to the artists they follow, as well as music that the people they follow like. The good news is that Twitter Music integrates with music apps such as Spotify, RDO, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vivo and YouTube, and will allow users to listen to the music streamed through the app. The web app at music.twitter.com was available on Thursday, and the iOS app was also available in the Apple App Store for iPhones and iPads in the US, Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. Twitter music may well be useful to those Twitter users who follow a lot of celebs and people in the music business, but despite me being a musician myself, Twitter was unable to find any music for me. The problem is that Twitter music is geared towards fairly mainstream music at the moment, particularly as Twitter is in the business of promoting big names. If you have more of an eclectic taste in music such as myself, you are likely to be out of luck. Another big disappointment is that Twitter is continuing down the iOS-only route with the apps that they develop. Although developing for one mobile platform, and in particular iPhones and iPads is far easier, it wouldn't be too big a task for a social media giant such as Twitter to develop for more platforms, particularly since the Android market is much bigger than the Apple one. It seems Twitter are turning their backs on the huge number of Android users, and to a lesser extent BlackBerry and Windows Phones users. First with their video looping app Vine, and now Twitter Music. I don't want to sound too negative about Twitter music, it's still very early days, and it will be interesting to see where Twitter is going with this, and how they are going to make it work for them as a business. Seriously Social News Twitter have expanded their service for advertisers by introducing keyword targeting in timelines. Keyword targeting has been around for a while, but up until now advertisers have only been able to show their promoted tweets with keyword targeting in search results. Now it's possible for advertisers to allow their tweets to be displayed on users' timelines. I think we're going to see quite a lot more of this kind of thing over the next year as Twitter tries to monetize its platform in the run-up to the inevitable IPO. Seriously social! Facebook have rolled out chat heads for the Android Messenger app as well as for the Apple iPhones and iPads. I mentioned the launch of Facebook's layer for Android devices called Facebook Home last week, and chat heads are one aspect of that. Facebook chat heads are round headshots of your friends, with which you can interact with, no matter which app you are using. With the new Messenger app, if a friend sends you a message, their headshot will appear on top of whatever app you are currently using. You can choose to interact with them or dismiss them for later. Also this week, Facebook have launched OpenGraph for mobile devices, which will allow mobile app developers to more easily access the huge amount of information across Facebook's ecosystem. Facebook are adding more features to the upgraded timeline with a new groups box. This will show which open groups the Facebook user has joined and a way to show off their interests. It won't show closed or secret groups, but even still it's something to check as you do a regular privacy and security audit on your Facebook profile just in case you are a member of any group that you may not want to publicise. Socially awesome. Google have been expanding their social layer Google Plus to more of their services this week by adding the facility of Google Plus comments to their blogging platform, Blogger. 
Although not as popular with the likes of WordPress or Tumblr, Blogger is still a very popular blogging platform. The commenting system works in a similar way to Facebook comments in that commenters will have the opportunity of their comments appearing on their Google Plus posts as well as on the blog itself. Of course, it's highly likely that Google are planning on launching the service to the rest of the web at some point soon so that any website owner will be able to add the Google Comments feature to their website. If you use Gmail or Google Apps, you may have noticed another outage on Wednesday, although according to Google, apparently less than 0.008% of users were unable to access their email. Amongst the services that were disrupted were Gmail, Google Drive and Google Docs. If you or your business relies on these services, do you have a backup plan or use an offline service for storing your email such as Outlook, Thunderbird, Apple or Windows Mail, or an office suite such as Microsoft Office? Although I am a fan of the cloud, I still like to keep my feet on the ground and work on applications on my computer. How about you? IAG.me Yesterday, on Thursday the 18th of April, LinkedIn launched a new look for the app for iPhone, Android and Windows Phone, as well as an updated mobile website. The new design is cleaner and easier to navigate and gives more room for bigger news stories. Like Facebook and Google+, big images are definitely the next in thing at the moment. LinkedIn have also finally made it possible to tag people in posts and comments. In fact, it's fairly unbelievable that up until now this hasn't been possible. Socially awesome. WordPress blogs around the world have been targeted this week by hackers. The attack was made possible by a botnet of over 90,000 web servers. A botnet is a group of computers or servers that have been taken over and are grouped together, effectively becoming the slaves of the hackers. In this case, they were grouped together to guess the passwords of WordPress websites around the world by rapidly trying random passwords in quick succession, what is known as a brute force attack. Many servers and websites were affected, slowing down or crashing, and it even made one of the WordPress founders, Matthew Mullenweg, speak out about security. If you do have a WordPress website, then do make sure you have a very secure password. But there are many other things you can do. My top recommendations are to limit the number of incorrect attempts to log in, which will reduce the effectiveness of a brute force attack, and to hide the WP admin folder from your WordPress website. There are quite a few plugins that offer either or both of these facilities, but the one I recommend is called Better WP Security. If you really want to go all out, you can even add a plugin to give you two-step authentication. Seriously social! I mentioned last week that Microsoft were working on launching two-step authentication to secure their services. Well, it's being launched right now, and I'd highly recommend adding this facility if you use any of Microsoft's accounts, such as Outlook, Hotmail or Windows SkyDrive. There have been more rumours and leaks on Microsoft's upgrade to Windows 8, which was codenamed Windows Blue and now is called Windows 8.1. Despite Microsoft being adamant that the Windows Start menu has been banished forever, there are rumours that it could return and also have an option to boot straight to desktop, bypassing the modern UI or Metro screen. If this is true, it would be quite a U-turn and an admission that Windows 8 has not been all that Microsoft had hoped for. Having played with Windows 8 for some time now, I'm actually quite pleased with it. It's faster and more responsive, and I have added extra functionality with the addition of third-party apps, such as a start menu app and an app that allows the full-screen modern UI apps to run in Windows. So whether I could cope solely with the modern UI interface, I don't really know. What do you think? You've been listening to Seriously Social News from Ian Anderson Gray. You can follow Ian on Twitter 
at iag.me. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash iag.me. For all the latest, check out Ian's blog at www.iag.me. This podcast is brought to you by Select Performers Internet Solutions. IAG.me. Seriously social. Socially awesome.